This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome all of you that have tuned in to the Warning Program. Wherever you're watching throughout the United States or around the world, welcome. Also, to those that are listening on our radio or shortwave program. We're in the chapel at World Ministries International. It is a live audience with children. I'm going to talk about the laws of judgment. The laws of judgment. Do you understand what's going on today in the world? Do you realize why everything seems to be upside down? This is not the America I grew up in. Do you understand what's going on? Do you understand why nations topple? Do you understand the word judgment? We are coming under a period, and it's already begun, where America is coming under judgment. Nations all over the world have come under judgment. Many of them no longer exist. The science of judgment. I wrote a book on that. You need to order it. At the end of this program, you're going to be able to see the promo for that book, and I want you to order it. The science of judgment. I know in Washington State, I just did a program with a politician, and they passed a very horrific, immoral law, where, again, if your child, young adult, teenager, grade school, would make a comment like I, if he's a boy, I think I'm a girl, or vice versa, and they realize the child belongs to Christian parents, if they think the child will not get the support of the Christian parents, they can kidnap your child, take it away to some place, you won't know where it is, you can't get the child back, and they can do a sex operation. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this sounds like pure communism. This is not America. Not that I grew up in. This seems to be totally unconstitutional against all your rights, but we're in lawlessness. We're coming under judgment. As with all rules or laws from God, whether it's gravity, electricity, momentum, mathematics, cancer, etc., they are always true. Rules, laws control the orbits of the planets, the movement of the electrons, the behavior of chemical substances, etc. The rule or law cannot be made up by man. It must be discovered. Sir Isaac Newton did not make up the law of gravity. He discovered the law. He then wrote down an equation expressing how the law 
operates. We need to understand the laws, the rules of design for prophecy and judgment. Once we understand these God-given laws, we can ignore then denominational approval or, and just accept the facts based on the science of judgment and prophecy. Yes, today you have all sorts of teachings in some seminaries that don't relate it anymore to the biblical truths found in the Bible, and they teach their own slant on what they want to see or hear, what they want to be socially progressive. We're in heresy today. In this, we can be seekers of truth, for only truth makes up the law of judgment. Again, we must understand God-given laws and ignore people's prejudice, whether it comes in the form of people or seminaries, denominations. Churches. Half of the churches in America are under the Federal Council of Churches. That's a Marxist communist covering. Half of them, mainline churches, no longer deal with sin. If you don't longer deal with sin, how do you have repentance? If you don't have repentance, judgment is certain. They go along with sins of abomination, like abortion, homosexuality. They'll even ordain them as priests. They'll even have drag queens come into their churches. This is sheer heresy. This brings judgment. Mathematics, two plus two is four. Whether a student agrees or not, it doesn't matter. I heard some nonsense that two plus two might not be four anymore. It might be five. That you're saying two plus two is four is racist. What kind of ludicrous understanding and behavior is this and mentality? Are we a nation of science or a nation of nuts where we turn everything upside down and it doesn't matter on facts or science? It's what the warped mentality of a person wants to make it. Do you realize that in 1973 and before that, if you were a homosexual, you'd be arrested for sodomy because it was under Judeo-Christian values, which made this nation great? The Bible is what conformed the laws of the nation. They understood that not only the person was judged, but the nation that tolerates it. If there is consistent interpretation of prophecy that follows God's laws of design, then whether one is a member of a certain denomination or not, the outcome remains the same. When it comes to judgment and prophecy, personal beliefs, denominational teachings have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. In Noah's day, most people denied that the flood was coming. Guess what? It came anyway. It didn't matter about the mockers that mocked for over a hundred years. Their denials and refusals to listen to the laws and conditions of God concerning judgment did not stop the science of judgment. Put a monkey in a cage for 2,000 years and it still comes out a monkey. Doesn't turn into a human? What kind of ridiculous mentality is this? Darwin, Freud... The inevitable happened anyway, as it always does in the law or rule designed by God. The flood came anyway. People try and make the covenant between God and Israel exclusive as they attempt to make the God of the Old Testament different than the God of the New Testament. Yet Jesus said he was the same yesterday, today, and forever. Malachi 3, 6, Hebrews 1, 10 through 12. The Bible tells us that God is not a respecter of persons. Colossians 3, 25. 
The promises offered by the covenant are not exclusive to the Jews. They are available to whosoever will, according to Galatians 3, 28 through 29. There is neither Jew nor Greek, Gentile, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise, the covenant of God. Genesis 17, 2 through 7, And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful, I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thee and thy seed after thee, and in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after. Abraham was not identified as a Jew or a Gentile at this point. Do you realize that? At this point, there was no Jewish nation. He was a friend of God because he lived by faith. The Pharisees tried to tell Jesus that the Jews were God's people because of Abraham. But Jesus denied that claim. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. John 8, 39. Faith is simply submitting one's will to the will of God and obeying the scriptures. God wanted a nation of people of Abraham's character, which were willing to become what God wanted. For a time, the direct descendants of Abraham and Sarah became Israelites. Although Abraham's descendants today are both Jew and Gentile. We're grafted in if you're a believer. Doesn't matter if you're a Jew. But also remember that Israel's covenant election was unconditional. Please read Deuteronomy chapters 7 through 9. God wanted and warned dogmatically that if they disobeyed the conditions of the covenant, then God would reject them. Please read again Deuteronomy chapter 28. The Israelites not only violated God's covenant, they did not live up to the terms of being trustees of the covenant. For this reason, God's mercy and grace turned into anger and wrath, and he turned and sent them a into a Babylonian captivity because they broke the covenant and continued to break it and did not repent. Second Chronicles 36, 16. But they mocked the messages of God and despised his words, misused his prophets until the wrath of the Lord arose against his people till there was no remedy. Ephesians 2, 11 through 19 tells us clearly that the Jews today are not exclusive owners and benefactors of the Abrahamic covenant. Wherefore, remember that you, in being time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcised, but that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who are sometimes were afar off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. 
For he is our peace who hath made both and hath broken down the middle wall partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in the ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace." And that he might reconcile both God and body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. And came and preached peace to you, which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. For though and through him we both have access by one spirit unto God. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. We are fellow citizens. I just came from Israel. I was in the Knesset, the Christian Jewish Allies Caucus. And it's called the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. Jews and Gentiles working to bring peace together, justice because we are really one. We are one covenant. There's one covenant. We're really one family. Note, Genesis 17, God calls the covenant His covenant nine times. In reality, God's covenant is an everlasting covenant with mankind. It was placed in trust with Abraham with conditions. And everything, God's everlasting covenant with mankind always has conditions. If you're a father, if you're a mother, you have conditions whether your children growing up can have favors, maybe candy, maybe to go outside and play. There's conditions. If they're bad, they don't get what they want. They might get a penalty instead. They might get a timeout. Their bottom might become hot. If you will be my people, I will be your God. If you obey then, but if you disobey then, if you do this, then. If you do that, then. Blessings or penalties. Deuteronomy 6, 5 and 28, 1 through 20. And thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might. And it shall come to pass, if you shall hearken diligently unto the voice of thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high, above all nations of the earth. If, that's the big condition, and all these blessings shall come to thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of thy God. There's that word if again. But shall thou be in the city and blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall thou be the fruit of thy womb. Blessed shall thou be of the ground. Blessed is the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of the sheep. They're blessed if you obey my covenant, my word, my laws. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shall thou be when you come in and when you go out. The Lord shall cause thee, thine enemies that rise up against thee, to be smitten before your face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before you seven ways. How will this happen if you obey the Lord your God? The Lord shall command the blessings upon thee in thy storehouses and in all thou settest thine hand unto and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God gives you. The Lord shall establish thee as an holy people with himself as he has sworn unto thee if you keep his commandments. That's the key. If you keep his commandments. 
If you keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways, and all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. They will see that the children of God are blessed. They don't see it right now. Why? Because we're not keeping his commandments for the most part. I don't care, Jew or Gentile. The church in America is totally dysfunctional. They're in sin. They're in idolatry. They're calling themselves bishop and they're engaged in every form of immorality. Whether it's sex, some countries they even put up groves and idols. We're not keeping his commandments and we're not blessed. And the nation is falling apart because the church is a mess. Yes. If you keep my commandments, thou shalt establish thee as a holy people unto yourself, as he has sworn unto thee. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, it's always if. And all the people of the earth shall see thou art called by the name of the Lord, and thou shall be afraid, and they will be afraid of you. They will be afraid of you, because your God will fight for you. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of your body, in the fruit of your cattle, and in the fruit of the ground, in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers to give you. The Lord shall open up thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thy hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Wow! Did you hear that? We are so in debt right now. It says you will lend and not borrow. We're borrowing! We're on the verge of bankruptcy. We're on the verge of collapse because we are totally immoral as a nation. When we can kidnap children from their parents, give them a sex operation, never tell their parents, that's Germany all over again. Says, if you keep my commandments, you'll lend to the nations. Thou shalt not borrow. The Lord will make thee the head, not the tail. We're becoming the tail. Thou shalt be above. Thou shalt not be beneath. If thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day to observe and to do them. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day to the right or the left to go after other gods or to serve them. You know, there is only one God. There's not many gods. There's many false gods, many demons, many principalities, powers of darkness, many religions. The United Nations made a comment. I, I read it in, in their... Religious meetings. If you believe there is only one God, you're not authentically human. And is it wrong to kill someone who is not authentically human? Do you understand? They're coming against the church, the Christians all over the world. And if they put together this new world order, if they collapse America, you are the target. Unless you compromise your faith. And then you're the target of the real God yeah. for eternal judgment. I command you, don't turn to the right or the left. It will come to pass if you will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you this day, that all these curses will come upon you. Cursed shall be thou in the city, cursed shall thou be in the field. Cursed shall thy basket and thy store. Wow! Our crops are dying up. They're not growing anymore because of what we've done to them. We've altered them. Turned them into water instead of farmland. Put in seawater. Killing in the cities. Riots. BLM. Antifa. Burning down cities. Killing innocent people. Why? Because we don't hearken to the voice of God any longer. And lawlessness rules and reigns. 
Cursed shall thy basket in thy store. Cursed will be the fruit of the body and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind and the flocks and sheep. Cursed shall thou be when you come in and cursed will you be when you go out. The Lord shall send upon thee cursings, vexation, and rebuke, and all thou settest thy hand to do until you are destroyed. We're going to go on and it doesn't, it goes on and on and on. Get my book, The Science of Judgment. It doesn't matter at one point if you pray, cry, or fast. I will bring judgment. The nation's gone too far. The plumb line is set and you've broken it. The Lord shall send upon thee cursings, vexation, rebuke until you're destroyed and until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of your doings whereby thou hast forsaken me. We must never forget that God's covenant with mankind is everlasting and conditional. Everlasting. Before the Jewish nation. Before the Hebrews. God would have used Israel to deliver the gospel to the world, but they disqualified themselves as a nation. They rejected the Messiah. Now God uses whosoever believes in him. John 3.16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God's covenant be is not between equals, but between God himself and mortal man. The creator with the created. God first gave the covenant to Adam, then to Noah, then to Abraham, and now to Abraham's descendants. I am Abraham's descendants a father of many nations. I'm grafted in. I'm a child of the covenant. You are too, whether you believe it or not. Because if you don't, these things will happen to you and they're happening to America and they don't know why. Because they're breaking the covenant. Genesis 17, 4 tells us, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Again, God tells us that it is his covenant and that Abraham is the father of many nations, not just Israel. God warns us clearly that he allows whosoever is worthy to be a trustee of his covenant. Hebrews 4.2 reads, For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith to them that heard it. We must accept it, follow it, believe it. It becomes part of our soul. We'll mind in our emotions. If it's part of your soul, you won't stress out. You won't cause diseases by stress. Galatians 3, 28 through 29. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ. And if you be in Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Oh, hallelujah. I'm a child of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I have the covenant of God. I can be the head and not the tail. I can be blessed and not cursed. This nation might come under judgment, but for me and my house, if we serve the Lord, God can bless us. God can protect us. God can heal us. The scriptures warns us about the full cup of iniquity. When God's mercy and grace runs its duration, then God's anger and wrath boils over and his judgment starts to fall. Judgment is first meant to lead to repentance, redemption. If the person is beyond redemption, God's judgment is finally for total destruction. God sends an utter destruction upon people and nations when their wickedness takes them beyond redeeming love. There is a point of no return when the unpardonable sin has been committed. 
Even this is mercy and grace. Because if God did not utterly destroy the unrepentant, then extended mercy only allows evil and violence needlessly to continue, suffering to continue upon the innocent. That's why there has to be eternal separation. That's why there's a hell and a heaven. God will not allow this insanity to continue throughout eternity. God breaks his silence when a person's city or nation reaches a level of certain wickedness. He uses one or more of his judgments. Ladies and gentlemen, help us now. Join Eagle Saving Nations, worldministries.org, the website. Watch this and order the book, The Science of Judgment. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of the science of judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, Ungodly Alliances, God is Predictable, God Holds People Accountable, Man Can Turn into an Intelligent Beast to Do Evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and Its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus, if laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations, as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248 360-629-5248 that is 360-629-5248 and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more plus shipping and handling. Thank you and Shalom. Shalom.